Hey, good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday, y'all. Welcome back to Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit with your host, Dr. Carol Penn. I am so excited to be here on this Sunday morning. Let's see who else is up on Sunday morning. <laughs> wants to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit. I am here with two fabulous special guests today, and we are going to have a great time. You're going to get to meet them momentarily. But first, let me introduce myself and tell you about our show, Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit. So I'm Dr. Carol Penn, doubly board certified in family medicine and obesity medicine. And I'm also a master movement meditation and mindset coach, two-time best-selling author, and my book, Baby, Meditation in a Time of Madness, a guidebook for talented teens, tweens, their parents and guardians who need to thrive. And what do we need to do? We all need to thrive in a time such as this. We need to thrive personally, professionally, our families. And, you know, since I'm a mama, you know, in our schools as well, you know, so I have one young man who's out of school now and one young man who's still in school and we're going through, you know, the, the homeschooling and, you know, all that manner of thing and all this difference yes. in our life. And, you know, and, you know, why the title weightless in mind, body and spirit and really mean it as a, a double entendre. So there's that, you know, five, 10, 15 pounds that you can't get rid of that stubborn weight. Then there's the pathological weight that you really need to have a whole, you know, medical team to come in and help you release that. And then there's also the meaning, the metaphorical meaning of what it's like to be burdened by life, to take the weight off of your shoulders, to lift ones up. So we look at it from both sides and today's show is is dedicated to the spirit of beauty and how cultivating beauty and understanding how we are beautiful at all sizes and shapes how we need to take care of our skin as an element of beauty all in different parts of our body needing different focuses and how that's all a part of weightlessness weightlessness so I am looking. We have uh, several. Good morning and welcome, Linda. We have we have quite a faithful gathering. You'd be surprised by the time. <laughs> you know who's up at uh, seven o'clock in the morning. Good morning and welcome, Victoria. Good morning, Doctor Monique. Good morning, Doctor Dietrich, and welcome, welcome. So they're tuning in. They're tuning into. Yeah. And I hope, as always, we have an interactive group. They'll be posting uh, questions. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Halsley. Yes, Philadelphia is in the house. So, please be sure to chime in. Let us know where you're watching from. Let us hear your questions. We have two incredible experts live with us this morning. So you don't want to miss your opportunity to get your questions answered in real time by these incredible women. And just generally speaking, how do you feel about that statement, being weightless in mind, body, and spirit? What does that mean to you? Good morning and welcome, Patricia. What does that mean to you to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit? 
what does that mean to you to, you know, to cultivate those aspects of inner and outer beauty that have you shine like a beacon of light from the top of the hill. So people just, you know, they kind of look at you and they notice your glow and they go, oh, I'd like to take a page from Dr. Halsey's notebook. I'd like to take a page from Dr. Monique's notebook. I'd like to take a page from Linda's notebook. So that's the kind of beauty I'm talking about. And the two wonderful doctors multi-dimensional women of power that you are going to meet this morning are going to take us on a journey. We are going to go there. So please settle back. I always tell people, get your notebooks out, right? Get yeah. your notebooks out because you're going to learn. This is the fourth episode. We've already had some powerhouses on here. The first first show was actually my uh, co-host, was Dr. John Sowemimo. He is a bariatric and general surgeon. So, you know, we, we started there and we then we had Dr. Lakeisha, woman's health ep expert. We've had Dr. Monique. She is the magician in the kitchen. We've had Dr. <laughs> Eric talking about mental health. And now we have the two of you. So Dr. Monique is saying, freeing ourselves from fictitious weight we place on ourselves from comparing ourselves or having unrealistic expectations. Drop the mic. That should be just, that's like you just dropped 50 pounds right there. Yeah. <laughs> Gone, you know, because people, people literally wear that kind of weight on our faces, don't we? Yes. Don't we? So that's exactly it. So anybody else, go ahead and drop some more wisdom in the chat. What does it mean to you, that statement, being weightless in mind, body, and spirit? What does that mean to you? And uh, additionally, I couldn't go a moment further without thanking the production team. So I want to thank you, a big sh a thank out to Penn Global Visions and my beloved, my partner, Mr. DM Jones, and all who are supporting this show behind the scenes. We can't get there alone, folks. We can't get there alone. We all need our teams. We need our posses. We need our ride or die. And that's important. I want everybody, you know, to put together your team. How are you going to walk in your purpose if you think you're going to walk in it by yourself? It's not going to mm -hmm. happen. So, you know, I really want to be bring a lot of excitement around uplifting people, helping people create their team, helping people understand that they are multi-dimensional beings and that we're here to walk in our purpose together. And this is mine to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit. Help <laughs> Be that in both ways. So let's get started. And I want to bring on my first guest. Now, my first guest, Dr. Kalechi Uduhiri. Do you hear me? Dr. Kalechi Uduhiri. Yeah. And my second guest today is Dr. Lindy Randall Hayes. And you can see the beautiful countenances now. But we're going to talk a little bit to uh, uh, Dr. Kalechi first. Dr. Lindy, if you hear anything you want to jump in before we get to your segment, go ahead and feel free to do that because you might have a question yourself, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Kalechi, oh my goodness, she, as the recipient 
of Emerging, Emerging Leader in Family Medicine Award and a fellow in the American Academy of Family Medicine, Dr. Kalechi Uduhiri, MD, MPH, MS. You hear that, y'all? You hear, you hear, you hear the string of letters and credentials. So, you know, we, you know, we, we not lightweight here. AKA Dr. Kalechi is a board certified family medicine physician, speaker, and consultant. As wellness expert, Dr. Kalechi is a healer of the healers. She understands the drivers of physician burnout and coaches other doctors to reconnect with their passion to lead purposeful lives. As a business coach and through her successful coaching programs, her clients are able to create their blueprint for success and build thriving businesses, both locally and globally. And she is also my friend. She is my ride or die. Dr. Kalechi knew me before I was in medical school. So we met at the beginning of my journey. We were both at, at a conference. Because mm -hmm. at the time I was a doula and a childbirth educator as I was transitioning from my career in dance. And we were, it was thousands of people at this conference. It was a, a, mm -hmm. conference, a international <laughs> conference with obstetrics. And we were in the exhibit hall. Our eyes met from across the room. <laughs> we started connection toward each other. And wow! That wonderful connection, just mm -hmm. a spark of of recognition. Something in this this other being, and um, I've I've watched her journey. She's watched mine. Been through the highs and the lows. Yes, Doctor Kalechi. Doctor Kalechi's gonna. She's you know again a woman of beauty who loves to encourage beauty in others from the inside and out. So Dr. Kalechi, what you got for us? And welcome to Weightlisten, my buddy and spirit. Oh, my goodness, Dr. Carol, amen, amen. And Dr. Lenny, so good to be here with both of you. It is truly an honor. And um, I'm just so excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a beautiful morning. I am a morning person. So I'm so glad you said it was 7 a.m. and not 7 p.m. <laughs> for the show. Um, so, and again, thank you for that amazing introduction. So what we want to talk today, because you know, it's the summer months, right? It's the summer months. And what's on everyone's mind is skincare and skin cancer. So you wanted me to share a little bit about skin cancer. And um, even though we hear a lot about breast and, and, and colon and lung and all that, but skin cancer is actually the most common cancer. Um, there are three main types, actually, to know about. Um, there's basal cell, which means it's starting at the basal layer of the of the skin. And there is a squamous cell, which means it's starting at the squamous layer. And then there's um, melanoma, right? The one that we know all know about, which means it's um, starting at the melanocytes. So it's really important to know that only because um, they can be easily detected, easily detected. Um, but the first two that I mentioned, actually the most common. Um, and the third melanoma that we all know about is the most dangerous, right? And causes the most deaths. So, but before even worrying about all that, it is so preventable. So um, as she mentioned, I'm a family medicine physician and also board certified in preventive medicine. So it's really important. I believe in prevention. I believe in wellness, prevention and wellness. There's so much about skin cancer that um, we think cannot be preventable, but it is actually preventable. So how do we do that? 
what is the biggest thing to know? The biggest thing to know is that it's overexposure, overexposure to sun, overexposure to sun, okay? And people always ask me, but you know, how, how do I, how do I know what the symptoms are, right? Because we all love the sun. I'm a sun worshiper, I must confess. I love the sun. I love the sun. Um, and sometimes it doesn't love me back, right? It does not love me back. So there's three things to know. There's UVA and there's UVB. And we don't hear a lot about this, but it's also UVC. Mm-hmm. So the way to think about it is A is for aging, okay? A is for aging. So uh, part of the radiation that comes from the sun damages the skin through aging, right? Um, wrinkles, fine lines, right? Think of um, B as a burn, B as a burn, right? So B um, as burn, that's the UVB that can cause the cancers because the burn damages the skin, causes changes that lead to potentially cancer. So B's for burn. So C is actually absorbed through the ozone, which is important because it doesn't really hit the ground, doesn't really hit the face. So you don't hear much about it, okay? Um, and I do want to share with everybody that the most important thing is sunscreen. You know, it's the summertime, and no matter what time of the year it is, right? No matter if it's winter, summer, spring, fall, it doesn't matter. As long as you're outdoors, you're exposed to sunlight, you want to have a little bit of sunscreen on. Yes. So important. Um, but um, the most important thing is, well, how would I know? Doc. I get this question all the time. How will I know? How will I know if it's skin cancer? So the thing to take away from this talk, the most important thing is what I call my A, B, C, D, E. Are we ready for this? (laughs) Okay. A stands for asymmetry. Asymmetry, which means it's not, it's not symmetrical. The, the, the mole or, or the spot, it's just not even. Right, so that's really important. Okay, and you want you want to watch that over time. Is it changing in a way? B is border, mm. border. Okay, how does the border look? Does it look kind of funny? Is it sort of um, um, again either asymmetrical, asymmetric? Okay, or is it um, is it irregular in some way? Okay, so that's really important, B's border, okay? C is really important, that's the color, the mm-hmm. color. But color can change over time, okay? Maybe it used to be a pale, maybe it used to be, you know, just a, a black um, thing that looked like a little mole, but now it's changing in color. You have red spots and you have brown spots within that color, okay? So that should be concerning. D is diameter. D is diameter. So is it increasing in size? That's really important, okay? Is it increasing in size? And um, also overall, E will be evolving. Is it just changing and becoming something else than it originally was? So I just wanna throw out these quick tips as to how to pick up something that may be concerning. And then you definitely wanna seek the attention of your primary care physician for evaluation, okay? So I want, I gave you a little bit of nuggets there as to what it is, okay? 
changes in skin, okay? How to prevent it, definitely sunscreen, okay? Um, how to identify it, those A, B, C, D, E, okay? And then what to do. You got to get it checked out. You got to get it checked out. Because if it's treated, um, it does cause that. If it's untreated, it can lead to um, a lot of complications. It can spread to other parts of the body, and it can cause that for sure. So, Dr. Well, I have a question. How often should people be putting sunscreen on? Some people I know, they don't wear it at all. Yes. I think they could put it on one time and... No, you can actually put it on every 20 to 30 minutes. You can actually put it on, especially if you're going in the water, okay? I know you may not carry it around with you all the time, but especially if it's if you're perspiring or if you're going into the water, you definitely can put it on at least once or twice during within the hour, absolutely. So would you recommend that people just carry some sunscreen with them at all times, throw it in the car, throw it in your bag so that yes. Reapply it absolutely, especially in the summertime, right? Where the UVA and UVB rays are more intense, mm -hmm. right? So you want to be more mindful then, mindful, right? <laughs> um, you want to be more mindful then about that, especially if you're you're into water sports or you're you know exposed to you swimming a lot during the summer months. I'm not sure we're doing a lot of that this year, but if you are doing that right? You definitely want to um, apply more frequently. Absolutely. Excellent. All right. Oh, so we have a question here. Mm -hmm. um, can you address the statement, good black don't crack? Oh, I sure can. <laughs> I'm a good black and my skin burns all the time. Okay. <laughs> I burn like Everything. So it, even though yes, we have more melanin, we have, because over time we have um, we have the protection, right? But we can still get skin cancer. It is it does not mean we cannot get it. Absolutely, mm -hmm. um, and it's even more dangerous in us because it may not be as noticeable because of our melanin. Okay, mm -hmm. but um, yes, we do certainly absorb the sun A and B, and we do have that melanin, but we are not immune. We're not immune to skin cancer. All right. So we have a couple of more. So I tell you that this audience is on it. They are, <laughs> they're multidimensional beings. Yes. Do you know if application of sunscreen affects vitamin D? That's all well, about vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, great question. So we do get vitamin D from the sun, right? And um, the protection is the, the sunscreen is protective, right? But we do get enough. If you're exposed to the sun for most of the day, it does not affect it. Because again, the sunscreen is not permanent. It does wear off. You got to put it on frequently, right? The reason that we're so low in vitamin D in this part of the world, because we're indoors so much. We're in, it's not the sunscreen. It's, it's just the lack of exposure. So we, on one hand, we say, be careful. And on the other hand, we say, get some sun, right? So you got to kind of balance it, right? Mm -hmm. So... The, the answer is no. Sunscreen is very important. That's why we have so many cases. Okay. Um, sun exposure, being outdoors is important, right? Because we do want that healthy vitamin D. It is it's part of it's part of what our body needs, right? Mm -hmm. But we got to be careful because we do have, we're losing ozone. So more, more of the harmful raises are coming through. More of the harmful raises are coming through. 
And that is why we're seeing more and more of, um, of um, melanoma. Well, we have another question. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, we're awake. We, these are the early birds. I'm a newly bald guy. Should I Ooh. put sunscreen on my bald head? Absolutely. Yes. Skin is skin. The skin on your head is the same skin on your face. It may be a little bit tougher on the head because it's more exposed to the sun, right? But it can absolutely be damaged um, um, through A and B. So A, again, is for aging. And B is for burn. So if you have exposed skin, you definitely want to have it covered. Absolutely. With sunscreen. All right. And here we have another question. I love it. So, so yeah. So, you know, this, I'm, it's an engaged, very bright. Yes. So, I'm a fair-skinned, freckled Irish lass. I've had all three of the skin cancers you mentioned. I wear sunscreen year round, cover ups, hats. It's hard to find skin cancer when you're freckled. That's also true. Right. I see my dermatologist three times a year. Anything else yeah. I can do besides stay inside? What number SPF do you recommend? I recommend twenty, at least twenty five and above. Right, at least twenty five and above is very important. And um, for my um, Irish last, definitely higher risk. And you're doing the right things. A, you are you have awareness, so you're educating yourself. There's nothing like knowing and educating yourself. B, you're checking your own skin. That's important for any changes because you have a higher risk. And C, you're getting checked out. You're getting you're getting you you're seeing your dermatologist um, for evaluation. So it's really you're doing the right things already. So that's awesome. And maybe again, a more frequent application. Mm -hmm. You know, to carry. Definitely want to have it definitely. And she says she's doing it already year round. Yes. Um, yes. And as she has already had the risk factors, I completely agree, Dr. Carroll. Absolutely. Yeah. Good morning and welcome, Dr. Erica. Dr. Lindy, did you have any any questions or or comments? Uh, I do, and good morning. Good morning, Dr. Good morning, Dr. Kalechi. AP on the right. We rock it and move it. I love it. <laughs> so I did have a question, Dr. Kalechi. Um, I am currently in uh, Southern California, mm. and uh, the temperatures will be starting today. They've been over a hundred all week, and they will be about one hundred and twenty degrees. Um, for the rest of my time here. Ooh. And so, um, I, yes, yeah, so I am inside a lot because I'm in the, what we call the hot zone, which is where all of our patients are. Um, but two things, I guess. Um, the care that I can give my skin kind of underneath my mask, you know, on my face as something additional, you know, to the, my sunscreen that I put on before I leave, anything else you recommend? And then also, you know, how does it, you know, the temperature change? Like you say, put the uh, sunscreen on regardless of what the temperature is outside, even in the wintertime, but in this, this type of, you know, the hundred plus degrees, what else would you, you know, kind of recommend, you know, in addition to that? Definitely any kind of head coverage is important right? Like a hat, right? Um, to keep, to minimize the exposure. Okay. Um, the, a good sun, a, a good um, skin regimen is really hydration. Okay. Because there you go. There she goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because our body is nearly 70% water. 
-hmm. right? So we don't really, we tend to overlook that hydration is really important to a good skin regimen. Because as you're drinking, you're flushing out the toxins in your body. So don't forget to drink and stay very well hydrated. And don't forget to put additional like a head coverage if you're outdoors, especially in that, you know, triple digit temperature. You definitely want to have some kind of head coverage to minimize, again, the exposure. And, you know, you cannot. I like to use a moisturizer that's moisturizing my skin and includes sunscreen. Okay. So no matter what, every day, at least I know when I leave the house, I have a moisturizer that has sunscreen. Because otherwise, it's almost hard to remember Sometimes you don't even know to carry it with you, right? Yeah. But if you invest in your skin, which is really important, and you invest in a moisturizer that already has a sunscreen in it, you are just ahead of the game. I have not left home without sunscreen in my moisturizer in the past 20 years. Wow. Whoa. It's really part of a good regimen because again, remember, if we don't do that, we're not only exposed to A, which is aging. So yeah. you can see signs of aging faster. Mm -hmm. If you're not wearing sunscreen religiously, it needs to be a religion in your moisturizer. Mm -hmm. So put that in the chat. Religion in my moisturizer or sun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> our church today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you do that, you do, you're definitely going to minimize the risk of forgetting mm -hmm. and um, you're going to a slow down the aging process. Yeah. Because you're not forgetting and B minimizing not just the burn, but the change in the pigmentation of your skin, yes. the yeah. hyperpigmentation, hyperpigmentation, you know, um, the, the, the sunspots or the dark spots, the plaques that appear, those are all part of skin damage. So we think black don't crack, but all the dark spots and the hyper hypopigmentation, those are all signs of sun damage as well. Absolutely. So one suggestion is to keep the sunscreen in a ziplock in your purse. Mm -hmm. It explodes when it gets hot out. So so mm -hmm. a couple of things that I keep it in my purse, I keep it in the console of the mm -hmm. car. So it's just there, right? I, I don't have to worry about remembering it. Um, and we have a Dr. Chloe, welcome. And how about what how about vitamin C? So I'm not sure the context of the question, but any thoughts about vitamin C? Oh my gosh, I love vitamin C. Um, I use a, a product that has vitamin C supplements because again, vitamin C, remember back in the days, hundred years ago, um, the sailors without vitamin C got scurvy, right? Their skin broke down. So mm -hmm. I love vitamin C supplement as part of my um additional regimen for my skincare. So again, vitamin C is an antioxidant. So I apply it on my skin before I go to bed every night. Yes, I do. And then I put on my night cream because that has also has anti-aging properties. So I can wake, you know, wake up looking fresh and awake because of my vitamin C, which is antioxidant and my night cream, which is anti-aging. So yes, absolutely. I highly recommend but beyond what we do on the external, it's so important to have good nutrition, okay? Yeah. A lot about what we see on our skin has a lot to do with what we are putting into our body, into our temple, which is why, why I love this topic of being, you know, weightless in mind, body, and spirit is to really have good nutrition. You know, there is nothing like good nutrition, fruits and vegetables, lots of water, 
to help also nourish the skin from the inside to the out. Great question. Absolutely. So, you know, it's combining both. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's all of the above. And our yes. skin is our largest organ. And people it forget is. that. Yeah. This is, the, you know, it is an organ. Yep. So just yep. a quick thing before we switch up and get over here to Dr. Lindy. And so she'll, you know, drop her pearls on us, her magic on us. Uh, did you bring a little something? Because, you know, a, those of us that are in medicine, our hands are always going in and out of water. Part yes. of protecting ourselves in COVID-19 is increased hand washing, you know? So it's, yes. it's the social distancing, it's the wear the mask, and it's wash your hands. So how do we protect our hands and keep our hands from just becoming leathery and dried out? Yes, and this will be a great segue with doc, what Dr. Linda is going to cover what I love to use is a product called Satin Hands, okay? And I call it, it's like a smoothie for your hands. My patients always often, Dr. Kalechi, or Dr. K for short, how are your hands so soft? It's because we're, I exfoliate. I get rid of dead skin cells, okay? And that is part of me protecting myself. Let's put in the camera. That is part of me. And it's a soap, right? We know hand washing right now during COVID-19. Got to wash your hands, got to wash your hands. But what better than to exfoliate every day and make sure me as a frontline worker, I'm protecting myself, my family, right? My patients. So I exfoliate mm -hmm. and get rid of the dead skin cells and the viruses that may linger on. Okay. And this you can do once a day or twice a day, morning and evening. Okay. So I'm going to do is I'm going to exfoliate just one hand and then you can compare. Is that okay? Okay. That would be great. That would be great. Let's have a little so, this yeah. hand exfoliation. Yeah, a little hand exfoliation is great. I love this product. So, and it feels a little gritty, which is good. Okay. Because that gritty is getting off that superficial layer of skin. Okay. So that's, I'm going to exfoliate. I'm trying to Make sure everybody can see. So I'm going to exfoliate this hand, and I'm going to keep this, keep this other hand on um, untreated. So my left hand will be my um, treated hand. I'm going to exfoliate, and I love it. It feels really smooth. It's, a, it's called Satin Hands. I love it. It exfoliates nicely. I'm going to dip it in a little bit of water, and I'm going to wipe it off. Okay. The other thing to do, actually, which I think... I love to do, and I'm actually going to show you how I do this, is I add the, love this, protectant softener. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the, the, the line is actually an exfoliant, a softener. Okay. And then the moisturizer. All right. Okay. So I like to mix, because, you know, I ain't got time. I got hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> So I like to mix my scrub with my hand softener, okay? So basically, as I am scrubbing and getting rid of the dead skin, I am also softening my hands. And this softener protects the hands all day long. It's nice and soft all day long, okay? So I love that. And now I can wash it off, okay? And when you wipe it off, it, you have that nice, just glowing skin because now what have you done? What did we just do? We exfoliated, right? Exfoliated, took yeah. all the dead cells off. That dead cells are off, bacteria is gone, viruses be 
on. <laughs> right? So it's all off, right? I love that. And I'm just gonna wipe it dry. It's nice and dry, okay? And now I can put on, and it's super soft. And now I can put on my moisturizer. Right. Okay? You know, with the moisturizer, it's gonna come off when you wash, right? Yeah. The softener stays, and you just need a pea size amount. Okay. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention earlier about mold that you may be concerned about. Anything bigger than a pea, and it's you and it has those A, B, C, D, E characteristics, right? Asymmetric is becoming asymmetrical. The border is changing, the color is changing, the diameter is changing, right? And it's evolving over time. Used to be a pea, now it's not. You gotta get that checked out. Yeah. Are we all in agreement? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Now, then I apply the moisturizer. Oh, it feels so good. I'm putting my whole hand. <laughs> feels so good. Okay. And now, now this is the hand that I was that I treated. Here's yeah. my camera. Mm -hmm. This is the hand that I did not treat. Can you see the glow? Yes. The brightness in this mm -hmm. hand. I'm gonna put the other hand next to it. Can you just see the difference? Yeah. It's a bit more dull here compared to here. You can see how that layer of skin is sort of like gone, right? And that's so you right there sitting on all of the surface of all of our skin, you know, the dead cells. The dead yeah. cells. You're just like yeah. slough off what wants yeah. to come off anyway. Yes. And I, I keep this product in all my bathrooms at home. And my guests love it because they get a good hand treatment, a setting hand treatment, and it's amazing. So thank you for letting me share that. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the things, you know, so Patricia is saying skin is thin, bruises easily, and bleeds because she takes steroids. So medications mm -hmm. do impact our skin, right? Yeah. yeah. So Part of that as you know people knowing the medications they're on knowing what some of the potential side effects can be and then you know is there any extra care i could do for her skin well it's and or anything she can use on the bruises so it's really the same thing the still thing exfoliating those dead skin Yes. On a barrier protectant. So that's mm -hmm. the skin softening. Anything that acts, you know, as a, a barrier. Yeah. Soften and protect the skin. Yeah. Moisturizing on top yeah. of that. A lot of people don't understand the importance moisturizer is important. Your moisture because it helps the skin maintain one of its major roles, which is a protective barrier, a protective barrier. And then so, if I can add also, the one thing for her not to forget is you don't want to have um, dry skin because dry skin can, can can cause skin breakdown, right? Mm -hmm. And it's irritable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Kalechi. And now how can people get in touch with you? I'm going to... Yes. Thank you. Yes, you can, you can definitely reach me on Facebook at Dr. Kalechi. That's Dr. D-R Kalechi, K-E-L-E-C-H-I-M-D, as well as on Instagram at Dr. Kalechi, M-D. Again, Dr. D-R-K-E-L-E-C-H-I-M-D. 
All right, so we are going to add that in so people can reach you. We should be seeing that in a moment coming across there. All right, so wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let me go back up here. All right, I'm gonna hide that. And then now let me go down here. And there's Dr. Kalechi, MD. So you all have that. You want to reach out to her. You want to make sure you are in touch with her. And I'm going to bring on my next guest. You've been seeing her. She's glowing. She's beautiful. I just love the glasses. I love the glasses. No, it makes me want to put mine on, okay? We love her. Dr. Lindy Randall Hayden, she was born and raised in Chicago, Chi-Town, Chicago. She earned her Bachelor of Science degree from Xavier University of Louisiana, Doctor of Medicine degree from the Chicago Medical School, and in 2004, completed her residency in emergency medicine at Howard University Hospital in Washington, D.C. Hashtag Howard in the house. <laughs> is a partner with the St. Vincent's Emergency Medicine Physician Group and practices in the Indianapolis metropolitan and surrounding areas. Her special areas of interest within emergency medicine include women and children's health initiatives. She partners with multiple local and national legislative organizations to improve communications between emergency medicine providers and lawmakers. Y'all, do you hear that? Did you hear? So, you know, again, you know, the caliber of the multidimensional people that come to us on the show. In addition, Dr. Hayes provides the communications via television and radio media between St. Vincent's Hospital System and the Indianapolis community. Her presentations have been aired on Fox Channel 13, AM and um, FM. Her other passions include networking with women business owners and entrepreneurs and exploring more impactful ways to support women and women's health within the Indianapolis area and surrounding communities. You make me want to go back to Indianapolis. It's happening there. She's gonna um, talk a little bit about this when she comes on. Her most unique clinical experience thus far includes an Army Corps of Engineers partnership as one of the medical directors of the only two COVID-19 dedicated field hospitals in Detroit, Michigan, and two upcoming COVID-19 dedicated field hospitals in California, San Diego, and Los Angeles. She's also known as the physician fashionista, <laughs> helping physicians and other frontline medical personnel to be confident, self-assured, and mentally free in order to explore and maintain their authentic sense of style. Yes, please save us from the scrubs, those baggy scrubs. <laughs> she is excited. Help is coming. Help is coming. Yeah, she is excited to be working with an amazing group of young design designers on an up and coming line of physician and medical apparel. Welcome, Dr. Lindy. And thank you. Thank you. What is it? Yes, yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Carol. Good morning, Dr. Kalechi. Thank you for having me, Dr. Carol. It's an honor to be with you this morning. Good morning to your audience. You yes. Wonderful audience. Wonderful audience. Yes. Yes. Good morning. 
So what does that mean to you to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit? Oh, to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit. Um, You know, during this time, the time that we are, you know, walking through, uh, some folks are, you know, crawling through this time and um, really just trying to make it. Um, I saw a meme recently. Um, It was a picture of a frontline worker or either a physician or a nurse. Uh, Couldn't tell they had on medical apparel. And above them was a caricature of a large coronavirus over their head. And underneath them was the world or the the earth. Mm -hmm. And it looked like the virus was pressing down and it was heavy on them and they were trying to to hold it up. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that um, when I thought about just being weightless uh, at this time. So a lot of what we're experiencing now is really uh, weighing on us. It's um, causing uh, some anxiety, uh, just a lot of pressure and, and stress, and it is affecting us in so many ways. And, um, you know, one of those ways is how we look and how we take care of ourselves. And so that's why um, I really don't, I I think that, um, as Dr. Fletcher talked about, and as you talk about every morning, Dr. Carroll, really focusing on, especially as health professionals and uh, frontline workers, really focusing on how we're taking care of ourselves during this time. It's not overstated. Some people say, you know, what I'm tired of hearing is self-care, self-care, self-care. Well, I think now more than ever, uh, it's critical that we really focus on self-care. And as we do that, the things that we uh, that we love, that are beautiful to us, mm-hmm. things that, um, that we embrace, the things that we're passionate about, we can preserve those things and hold on to those things. And we don't want to lose them, even though we're going through, um, you know, these, this pandemic and these difficulties. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, and, and welcome. And thank you so much for that really thoughtful answer. So, you know, one of the things that I would, I would like our audience to know, both the men that are watching and the women that are watching is that we can be beautiful from the inside and the out at all shapes, sizes, color, hair, no hair. And what are the ways that, you know, some of the tips that you would bring to us so that we can be beautiful, we can be colorful. It can be something, it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be color, right? My grandmother would say, girl, don't you leave your house without your lipstick. Absolutely, that's right. <laughs> Just put that color and bring that, you know, to bring out, you know, your skin tones and so that you look alive and glowing. Yeah. And all those things, uh, Dr. Kara, are so important. So what is style? You know, people ask, what is is style? You talk about styling and, you know, what is your style? Style is the way that you express your inner beauty and your inner self. And you utilize different types of, you know, uh, colors, uh, fabrics, clothing, things like that to express that. But style is the beauty within you. It's as simple as that. And so a way to um, for people to to really um, just focus on and embrace the beauty within them is to um, I think, number one, is to to get rid of old perception and what people told you. One of the things that you know I like to, to talk about and one of the things I'm working on in, in uh, one of my books is 
Who told you that? So what does that mean? Yes. Who told you that? Who told you that that color was too bright for you? Who told you that that fabric didn't look good on you? Who told you that that was too short for you? Mm-hmm. A lot of what we um, uh, ultimately sometimes don't express um, is because of what somebody else told us about us. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to... Um, come to a point in a place in your life and begin to embrace. And sometimes you, it has, you have to actually just recognize this first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why do I walk into a room and although I'm, you know, I'm beautiful, I'm tall, I'm statuesque. When I walk into a room, I, I slumber down or I slouch or I get low. Why do I do that? Why do I not, you know, walk into a room, you know, tall with my head held high? Because somebody told me um, I was too tall. Or somebody told me, you know, get in the back of the picture, you know, so we can see everybody else. Um, And so a lot of what we fail to express um, from our own inner beauty is because of um, um, things that we have been told in our past, in our childhood, um, you know, maybe by a spouse, maybe by a friend or loved one. Sometimes people don't necessarily mean to hurt you, um, but sometimes things that they say can be uh, impactful and can change and alter the very way that we view ourselves. So beauty comes in every shape, size, color, uh, texture of hair, like you said, no hair at all. Um, (laughs) Are um, really superficial. And again, the way we perceive ourselves often has has to do with our interactions and what we have seen portrayed as beauty um, from a media standpoint, you know, television, you know, magazines, all those things. And that's one of the things I love now about the multicultural move and acknowledgement and awareness that we are beginning to see. Um, we have been seeing it, but now we are we are really having lots of options to explore the multicultural beauty of our environment and the people that we come, come in contact with and the people that we, you know, our patients and, you know, their family members and all those things. Um, you know, being here in Southern California, I've um, we are uh, probably as close to Mexico as I could get without being there. Um, and I just had the opportunity to just um, meet and see so many different types of, of beautiful, beautiful people. And so uh, so beauty is um, beauty is an inner expression of yourself. Don't go by what somebody told you that affects you in a negative way. You are beautiful. And it's just a way of uh, just a matter of exploring those things and bringing it out. Oh, I love your uh, definitions of both style and beauty. And then the importance of because you really what I'm hearing is you're talking about self-esteem, the cultivation of self-esteem and and and, and how. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, you know, my grandmother, one of her sayings was put a little bit of beauty in a little bit of art in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's talking about the cultivation of creativity. And uh, so uh, Dr. Dietrich is saying, absolutely. Linda is saying diversity is the key. So yes. And, uh, and I'm wondering, you know, out there with our audience, how many of you have had the experience of being told to 
make yourself less than, to kind of shrink away, to pipe down, to not be so loud, to not be so colorful, to, to you know, kind of, you know, shrink yourself and, you know, to, to, to blend yourself into bland. Yeah. Uh, essentially. So, you know, and, and, and I'm noticing both of you ladies have uh, put your um, eyeglasses on. How, how important are the eyeglasses? What, you know, what can people do with eyeglasses? Because sometimes if you are in scrubs in a white coat or you know, in your professional life, you know, how do you recommend expressing yourself with your frame? And how can people go about doing that? Yeah. I would say um, anything that is um, that you need in order to, you know, to function as, uh, you know, to correct your vision or to, um, um, in, in terms of, you know, brightening your smile, things like that. A lot of it, again, Dr. Carol, a lot of it has to do with what people, what we have grown up with and what people have told us. Mm -hmm. You know, did we hear, you know, growing up, girl, those glasses are too big, or girl, your lips are too this, that color is too bright on your lips, or or that shade on your eyes is just, you know, is just too much. Well, that is their perception. And a lot of times it is because what somebody told them. So one of the things, you know, I have to wear glasses. So one of the things that I love about being able to express myself with style is to change up my frames. I mean, something as simple as that, being able to change up my frames to get different colors, different shapes. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it's a way of expressing my inner self. Sometimes I'm feeling, you know, bold and red, and sometimes I'm feeling subdued with, you know, with a black frame. So it is, um, it, it, it's a way to kind of diversify um, your uh, style technique, even um, as something as simple as, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that as this comes forward, as what we wear when we see our patients. Um, sometimes we can even, we can brighten up their day just by coming in, you know, feeling our best, looking our best, um, coming in with that, just that pop of color that, you know, makes them say, oh, is she the doctor or is she the, who is that? You know, and mm -hmm. just help everyone to, and just coming in with that smile, coming in, you know, with just that pop of something. You talked about how your grandmother said, you know, Carol, you need, don't go in that room without a little, some little color here, there, or somewhere. Right. And uh, uh, that, you know, it, it's just, it just makes all the difference in the world. And it's some very simple things that we can do. I would say one of the first things is add color, add color. Yeah, absolutely. Add color, add color in your, to your wardrobe, yeah. your jewelry, you know, something that says, and, you know, and it's interesting, there's a whole science of color. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly in marketing, it's very used very purposefully. Mm -hmm. So when you mm -hmm. see a, 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 a an ad laid out, trust and believe someone has looked at the science behind all those colors mm -hmm. and chosen those colors very much on purpose. Yeah. When you get up in the mornings, people think that they're, you know, they're putting on colors uh, uh, randomly. But, you know, there's a part of the brain that's attracted to a gray or a green or a purple 
or blue. And if you start to look into the science of color and you look across, you know, uh, uh, you know, color, you know, if remember Roy G. Biff, you know, the colors of the rainbow and the, mm. you know, they, they all, the there's a vibrational frequency yes. to all the colors. We see red because of the length of the wavelengths. We see yellow because of the length of the wavelength. And, you know, that corresponds to, and actually there are some healing properties involved in that. Yes. So there, there is, and then we have other people, they don't know what to do with color. So you open their closet and, you know, all they wear is black. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, how do we break that up for, uh, you know, um, you know, men and women. And then we have some comments that I want to go to. Good morning, Dr. Lakeisha. So here we have um, Patricia. I was uh, teased for being too white. My Irish grandmother told me, don't you worry, darling. Angels don't tan. Well, you know that angels come in all colors. Some do tan. Because people are teased about skin tone, right? Right. And that's that, so the painful element of bullying mm-hmm. um, that we're talking about here. Victoria, I've been called a lot of names, have been told I don't measure up. This person said, I believe them until my mom looked at me dead in the eye and told me it's not what they call you. It's what you decide or choose to answer to. Mm-hmm. That's it. I love it. Wow. So correct. That is so powerful. And to um, to come to that place mm-hmm. and realize that um, and have that support. So that particular viewer is so fortunate and blessed to have some th- that type of support. And but some people don't even have that. Some people don't un- unfortunately have the encouragement and support of you know loved ones and family members. So um, so that's why this space is so amazing and so uh, so awesome. Um, the whole perception of of beauty, particularly Dr. Carroll during this time, I cannot emphasize enough how critical it is going to be for us as human beings to find beauty every single place we can find it. Um, Within ourselves, within our loved ones, within our family members, our friends, within our closets, go in there and look if you go, you know, you can go online and if you, you know, either you, you shop or you don't, or you, you know, kind of, you know, share clothes with, a, you know, your siblings or whatever it is, maybe in terms of, you know, the whole, all the black in the closet, you know, go and say, I'm going to intentionally put on something that has color in it today and does not have black in it, or I'm going to, you know, accent this, you know, this beautiful, whatever, silk blouse with a, you know, yellow scarf. We have to find beauty in every single thing that we can find it now because the heaviness of what we're going through as a, as a country is so, so um, uh, palpable mm-hmm. that um, if we don't look for beauty in ourselves and again, in our loved ones, our neighbors, our friends, our colleagues, uh, everywhere, um, the, the ramifications of um, you know, PTSD, anxiety, depression, as we come out of this are going to be even more profound than they're already going to be. So I I really cannot emphasize enough how important it is for, you know, for your beautiful, beautiful, uh, amazing, faithful uh, viewers to um, look at themselves today in the mirror as they're getting ready to go wherever they're going 
um, if they can go anywhere, if they're in a state that's shut down, whatever, you know, they're going to go on Zoom church or whatever they're going to do to find something beautiful about themselves that they deem beautiful. And just look at the mirror today and say, you know, what's beautiful about me is this. I love this about me. Um, it's just so critical. Um, and, you know, I'm just really passionate. I would say that what we put on our body um, that gives us joy is more important now than ever. Oh, that's so beautiful. Linda's saying we have to love ourselves first. And yes, that mm -hmm. is so true because a lot of people will leave here. They're going to go to Zoom church. So yeah, why not show up in Zoom church in something other than your pajamas? <laughs> I was talking to um, a psychologist friend of mine who was saying, I, I have written about this in past blogs, who was saying, dread for the social life you want, not the one you have. Uh, people are suffering from isolation right now. Yeah. That was wonderful saying, dress for the social life you want, not the one you have. And so, um, Dr. Lindy, how can everyone reach Dr. Lindy? I know y'all want to be in touch with her. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Your viewers can reach me at Dr. Lindy MD. That's D R L I N D I M D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, as well as they can reach me at Dr. Lindy MD, D R L I N D I M D at gmail.com. Okay. Or Dr. Lindy MD at gmail.com. Dot com. So Dr. Lindy MD or Dr. Lindy MD at gmail.com. Um, right. So here we go. We're going to add this in. And let's see if this is here. Where is it? Where is it? Do we see it? Um. There we go. Yeah. Dr. Lindy MD or Dr. Lindy MD at gmail.com. You know, and this is one of our, our frontline heroes. So maybe you just even want to drop her a congratulations and a word of encouragement because in the situation that she's in, she's exposed, completely exposed on the front lines in her work. And, you know, doctors like Dr. Kalechi also in the uh, primary care world, you know, we're all, you know, we're exposed. This is, this is part of our, when we're, we're not with you on a Sunday or on Facebook, but part of our, the multidimensional lives that we are leading and that we are living. So, and I want to thank both of my guests today for coming on here. And I just want to round up with sort of a, a funny story. So this is something that people might not know about Dr. Carroll. So some of you know that in my former life, before going to medical school, I was a da dancer. So dancer, doula to doctor. But I was also, I also was a model. And on a, on a, um, a dare, I entered a, a beauty pageant. And I, I was Miss Black New York. Ooh! <laughs> First runner-up for oh America, you wow. know, back in the 
day when there wasn't a lot of representation um, of, you know, Miss America pageants, you know, so this was before they were really uh, diversified. So, you know, so, you know, that, that, you know, the external beauty as well as the internal beauty, it's something that I've loved all of all of my life my my grandmother was her sister was the designer and my grandmother had that she was you know the store uh what's it called new york and company mm-hmm. it used to be learner shops my grandmother was the first african-american window dresser so she used to do the design and dress the mannequins and when i was a little girl she would bring me with her and just kind of sit me down next to her while she dressed the mannequins and made the display in the windows so this you know um you know, it's just, it's a part of my life. It's a part of, of, of my background. So I've grown up loving, you know, the fashion industry and the beauty industry. Yeah. Also understanding the, the importance of it. My grandmother developed her skills that she learned how to sew as a very young girl mm-hmm. and that taught me how to sew. Ooh. One of the few practical skills. The <laughs> lot art. Uh, that I have and that I have, and I love it, and I love being able to craft something, create something mm-hmm. with my own hands. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, yeah. good, right? Yeah. Oh, and um, so and so, Dr. I love learners. Yes, indeed, it's a yeah. brand. <laughs> In the right place. A long time. So Patricia's saying, do we need to throw out our four covered albums, Baby Oil and Iodine? We were, again, back in the day when people used to put iodine and baby oil and mix it. Oh, <laughs> my yeah, That's a way to burn up your skin. Yeah. <laughs> iodine. No. <laughs> Let that all no. go. Let that all go. Well, ladies, we're going to get out of here. Yes met Dr. Kalechi Uduhiri, you have met Dr. Lindy Randall Hayes, and both of you, multidimensional, you're both wives and mothers, all three of us are wives and mothers, there's that part of our life too, so we want to, you know, thank you to our families, Yes. thank you to our wonderful, loving husbands and partners, fathers, and thank you to the men who have joined us this morning, the women who join us this morning. Thank you, everyone. And next week, hold on, next week, guess who the guest is next week? You know them, you love them. Cardiologist, Dr. Sunil Corey Ellis. Oh, right back here next week when we talk about being weightless in mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. and our heart health, the importance of heart health. And again, we're not diagnosing or treating. We are educating, sharing, and informing. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. So this is your host, Dr. Carol Penn, and you have been enjoying Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit. See you next Sunday morning. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.